one thing that comes up a lot is the kind of default to highlighting yourself, highlighting your business versus highlighting your customer or highlighting your client in your marketing material. And I think this shows up everywhere. There is oftentimes the mistake unintentionally where we focus too much on ourselves and not enough about what our customer really cares about. You're listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 269. Hello there. What is up? How are you guys doing? I have been feeling on fire this week. I have had a crazy week in terms of a schedule. Like I had three different interviews on podcasts and one was for a summit and then I had a have a ton of content to do but I'm feeling super productive and I've been trying this new thing that I'm going to share before we get into today's content because it's been very powerful for me it takes a lot of discipline but every night I have to put I'm in charge of putting my youngest son to sleep who just turned one crazy if you guys have been following me you probably remember it feels like he was just born um so I'm in charge of his bedtime my husband does the other two kids and we tag team so I'm in charge of his and I usually just lay with him and nurse him and he falls asleep and usually I bring my phone in the room and I just go on my phone while I'm nursing him and it takes anywhere from like 30 to 40 minutes usually until he's asleep and then usually he wakes up again whatever later on and then I have to go back and do it again but lately I've challenged myself this week to not bring my phone into the room and I bring I have like a watch that I use in um, my bedroom at night because I don't I don't sleep with my phone in the room I already do that but I've been challenging myself to lay with him for that 30 to 45 minutes without my phone which is pretty dang boring if you like think about that like I'm just laying in the dark doing nothing (laughs) and it's been actually a really incredible experience so I've kind of watched what it's doing to my mind and I've noticed how we really create no time for ourselves to just think and how much we probably used to have time to do that but if you think about it in your day like when do you actually just do absolutely nothing because I know for myself I usually even if I'm like resting or doing what I would call doing nothing I'm reading or I'm listening to an audiobook or like a lot of people watch tv I don't really watch very much tv but watching tv I'm with friends so I'm never like actually doing nothing and it's really crazy when you allow yourself to do that time actually goes by really fast and your brain is just kind of thinking and processing and so what ha- what's happened is I'm doing that every night without my phone and it does take discipline. Like I, I notice my mind being like, well, you could just have your phone tonight. Like you've done a good job the last five days. And, and like my mind wants it because it's almost like a fear of being all by myself and completely in my own head. But otherwise, I feel like the only time it's like that is right before I fall asleep and I come up with the best ideas right before I fall asleep. Does anybody else do that too? I come up with the best ideas or I have the like most crazy thoughts right before I fall asleep that are like these subconscious thoughts. So I was like, okay, if that's the only time that I'm allowing my brain to think that way, I'm going to create more time so I can think those great thoughts. So anyways, I've been doing that and it has changed. I'm not kidding or exaggerating when I say this. It's changed how relaxed I feel for the rest of the night. So I noticed that when I'm in working mode all day, if I work, I work like six to seven hours a day. If I work those six to seven hours, it's really hard for me to unplug and shift gears to being more present and calm and 
just a slower pace after that. If it's a weekend and I don't even pick up my phone or start working or get into a doing mode, I can be relaxed all day a lot easier, but it's really hard for me to switch gears. Except if I do this at night, for the whole rest of the night, I don't feel connected to my phone. I don't feel like I have to jump around and and check things out and like have that stimulation on my phone. And I create great ideas and I process things and I just feel, I actually feel way calmer after I do it. It's It's like a meditation, but I'm not meditating. I'm just thinking. So if you want to try it, you should try it. It's been um, a game changer for me. I'm going to do it every every night. I'm going to keep the keep the discipline. My goal would be like to not even touch my phone after like maybe 6 p.m., not even touch it. I, I already go a couple hours without it. But anyways, you should try it. I think it's very powerful. We need to create more time for our brain to think. Our brain is such a powerful thing. And I mean, it's like the most complex, coolest thing ever. And if we just let it do its thing more and and follow that kind of subconscious mind and thoughts, I think uh, we'd all be smarter. So that's what I've been doing, which really doesn't have anything to do with today's episode. But I love to give you guys these little snippets. I was on a, a podcast interview recently, and they were telling me how much they enjoy just like the the little updates at the beginning of the podcast. Um, and they feel like they, they know me from that. So hey, to that person who's listening, and I hear that. Um, all right, today's episode, we are talking all about how to shift the focus in your marketing and in your messaging from you to your customer and if you're actually doing this. So this is something I'm, I'm excited to talk about because it's very needed. This is something we all do without realizing we're doing it. And this was inspired by uh, one of our clients. We did a webinar audit for them. It's something our team offers um, where we go in and audit their webinar and pull out all the places that they could improve it. And most people have a lot of spots that they can improve their webinar, myself included. You know, I've, I've done dozens, maybe even close to 100 different webinars, and I'm always improving them. We can always improve those presentations. They are like an art. So one thing that comes up a lot is the kind of default to highlighting yourself, highlighting your business versus highlighting your customer or highlighting your client in your marketing material. And I think this shows up everywhere. So I think this shows up with your ad copy. I think it shows up actually in your webinars, in your emails, your sales page copy, every place you have an opportunity to communicate with your customer. There is oftentimes the mistake unintentionally where we focus too much on ourselves and not enough about what our customer really cares about, what our potential customer really cares about. And always coming back to and kind of having that filter. One thing I do when I'm reviewing content, um, whether it's an Ignite student who's sent through a landing page to look at, or it's my own emails that I'm approving or whatever it is, is I ask myself, I put myself literally in the place of my ideal customer. And I kind of channel that in of like where they are with their frustrations, their fears, and like in that mindset of where they are. And then I ask myself, why would I care about this? And I think one of the reasons I have such a good marketing brain is because I'm really hard to persuade. Like I am somebody who's doubtful of everything. I'm like, yeah, right. That's not true. Or like, that's probably not true. And I just have that really, um, it's hard to convince me to buy something. It's hard to get my time. I'm extremely disciplined. And so I think because of that filter, I'm able to, like, I know when something sucks. I know when messaging sucks and when it's not focused enough on the customer and it's not going to convince 
convince them to buy. Even if I'm not the ideal customer, I can see something and be like, that's not going to be good enough. It's not going to be good enough to stand out. And so you need to develop, if you can, this filter whenever you put something out in your company, whether it's ad copy, your actual webinar presentation, sales page, or emails, that you have this last layer that it kind of goes through in this last set of eyes where you look at it and you ask yourself like, do I, if I was my ideal customer looking at this right now, watching this video, whatever it is, would I care about this? Is it going to speak to me? Is it going to highlight me? And and not even directly like highlighting, this is what it will do for you, but speaking to them in a way that they will care. So that means if we're talking about ad copy, what's going to get your customer to stop scrolling and to pay attention to ad copy? Well, what's going to successfully do that is something that stands out, something that directly connects with their frustrations or their dreams. It has to either connect with some pain they're having or some future dream they want. And if it's not doing that, they will not click. They will not stop. They will not keep reading. They will scroll scroll right past it. So your ad copy, whether it's directly or indirectly, needs to call out pain points, needs to call out those dreams, needs to to show and use their language and, and really focus in on that. So instead of one, staying really surface there, or two, focusing on you as as your brand. So the mistake people will make is they'll say, you know, I helped all of these people do this, or I have spent five years doing this, and that's why you should listen to me. Those are fine credibility building statements sometimes, obviously said better than I just said it, but it's not enough. I don't, especially someone scrolling Facebook, I, I don't care if you've helped five clients. I don't care if you achieved this result. I don't even care if you spent 10 or 15 years creating the result that you have or building your business. I don't care about any of that. I care about what are you going to do for me? What is the promise for me if I listen to this, if I pay attention to what you're saying? So your ad copy needs to, when you read it, Put yourself in the shoes of your ideal customer and ask yourself, is it about them? Is it speaking to them? Is it highlighting what they want to hear, what will connect with them? And is it doing that on a deep enough level? Do you want an extremely affordable resource that's going to provide you with exclusive What's Working Today Facebook strategies straight from one of the top Facebook marketing agencies in the world? Join the Not For Lazy Marketers Club right now at notforlazymarketers.com club. Every month, you'll get access to a 90-minute interactive workshop that has a different theme that I host where you'll be able to participate in hot seats after we walk through that month's training. Plus, you'll get your hands on a private podcast feed with short, digestible, actionable strategies about exactly what's working and what's not in real time, as well as the Hirsch Insiders Report where we share our top converting ad copy creative and strategy every month and a private texting community where you can text us when you hit a snag implementing one of our strategies and we'll reply and give you the answer you can join right now before our next workshop happens at notforlazymarketers.com club that's another big problem people have is they stay very very surface level with their content and therefore it doesn't stand out. And so using fluffy words or 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 very dry, boring statements or surface level statements in your ad copy 
is not going to work. Okay, then when we move through the funnel, obviously you have your landing pages, you have your webinar. So even down to your webinar title, don't make that about you. Make it about the customer. Make it about what the customer wants. I recently just did a training in our Ignite program where I was talking about defining your ideal customer and speaking to your ideal customer. And one of our students who was awesome came on live and asked me questions and and I spent like 10 minutes working with her around her messaging. And she had tried multiple iterations of her webinar and it hasn't been working. And I asked her what her title was. And she said the title of her webinar, I'm probably gonna butcher it, but the title of her webinar was like, master your messaging in your YouTube videos or something like that. Something like that. It was a little bit longer, but basically that master your messaging. And I said, do you think your ideal customer is saying, I want to master my messaging in my videos? No, they're not saying that. And then, so it's how do you get to the next level? And it needs to show up in your webinar title. It needs to into your webinar promise. People are not going to sign up for a webinar if they don't think they're going to get something out of it. They're going to get value out of it. They're going to get a result out of it better than they could anywhere else. You need to remember that at all times, your audience, your leads, your potential customers have dozens of other options of content to consume that is not yours of webinars to sign up for that are not yours, of products to buy that are not yours. And if yours is not the best, if yours is not speaking directly to them about what they want, connecting on a deep level with their fears, with their dreams, with their struggles, with all of those points, you will not stand out. You will struggle with your marketing. So your webinar, the promise of your webinar, the hook of your webinar, ask yourself, if I was my ideal customer, and I was scrolling Facebook, and I clicked on this ad, and then I saw this webinar title, would I care? What is it going to do for me? And is that clearly communicated? And just literally look at your webinar landing page or whatever. This can can be relevant for any funnel, your challenge, your opt-in, your quiz, your video, uh, your physical product. Just look at the page you're sending people to and ask yourself, is this clear for me as the ideal customer in what if I take whatever action it is you want them to take, that I know what will it will do for me. I know the, the result. I know why I should care. I know why this is the best out there. And is it centered all around your customer? Because I've said this before on the podcast, but at the end of the day, the reality is your customer, your ideal customers, they do not care about you. They really don't. They care about what you can do for them. As humans, we care about ourselves. We care about improving our results. We care about what things can do for us. Think about the products you buy, the services you buy. Are you going to buy services and products that you're like, oh, I really care about this person. She has 15 years of experience and so I better give her my money. Or I, I really care about this person because she helped this other client do, do this one thing. And so I don't understand what she's going to do for me, but I'm going to sign up for that program or I'm going to buy that product because they've worked so hard in their business and they they did this and they did that. They don't care, right? They don't care about any of those things. So do not, you can, you can highlight obviously testimonials or credibility building things, but that's not ever the main hook. The main hook is what are you going to do for your customer? And so that also means your entire webinar presentation, this is a big mistake people make in their actual webinar presentation because people don't, you know, a lot of people are not experts at creating webinars. 
So they put together the webinar and they talk like so much about themselves. They talk about their story and how they started their business and how how this has impacted their business and how you should do this because it, you know, because here's their story. It's all about them. And even the offer, it's about them. Everything in the webinar, except maybe one single slide that you can talk about yourself and you can share your story, which still all of that information needs to be relevant to your ideal customer, why they should care about your story, because they don't care about it. They really don't. You can build connection by saying, you know, I have done this one, you know, statement of credibility, but it needs to relate to you should listen to this because this is why. This will impact you. This will get you results to your ideal customer. So your entire webinar needs to be focused around connecting to your ideal customer. It needs to be about them. It needs to address their pain points, their frustrations, their dreams, their struggles, what's blocking them right now, what's held them back from success, what will continue to hold them back, all of the content, and then moving into the pitch, the same thing. Don't just say, this is my product. Here's all the things in it. They don't care. They don't care about the names. They don't care about what is inside. They don't care if it's 20 modules or five modules or 100 videos or 17 lessons or taking you five years to build. None of that matters. What is it that is, what is the result that they're going to get by consuming your product? Why, why does it matter to them and to their results and to their success? No matter what industry you're in, that's the reality. Then if we move from webinar to the sales page, same thing. Don't highlight on the sales page the what of your product. Highlight the why, why they need it, why they should sign up right now, what the result will be for them. Make it about your customer. So have this filter where you put yourself in the situation of your ideal customer and then you just simply ask ask yourself, why do I care? Why is this going to help me? What result is this going to get me? And how is this relevant to me? And make sure you can check those boxes off at every piece of marketing, every messaging component, every way that you try and connect with your audience and you put it out there and, and you make sure it checks those boxes. If you can do that, just that. If you can just do that with your messaging, you'll greatly, greatly improve your marketing results. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.